Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic uh, Roundtable Show. Um, this is episode 898. Oh, my God, Fathers. Uh, um, we've got a great show this um, month, but we're going to be doing two shows, actually. But got a great special panel. Um, we've got some great stories. It should be really entertaining. I'm going to be discussing um, me and Kirk's interview with Matt Malweg last week. Plus, we're going to be talking about Adobe abandoning their purchase of Figma. We're going to be talking a little bit about Carl Hancock, the owner of Gravity Forms. And it should just be a great show. We've got some great topics. I've also got a great panel. Um, I'm going to let the panel quickly introduce themselves. First of all, um, I've got Kim Coleman um, from Paid Membership Pro. So, Kim, would you like to quickly introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Kim Coleman. I started my WordPress career building websites, and that evolved into Paid Memberships Pro, which I've been uh, supporting for over 13 years now. Uh, so it's pretty exciting. And we have another WooCommerce uh, flash sales product also called SiteWide Sales. We've got the infamous but great Matt Medeiros from Gravity Forms. He's got, you've got to watch, you've got to watch the video. He's, he's, he's got all the WordPress gear. He looks a bit grim as well. I haven't had upset him already. Uh, um, I've not. Me. I'm just preparing for today's conversation. That's, that's just mentally preparing for, oh, for your. For your questions and commentary, uh, Matt Medeiros, you can find me at gravityforms.com and the wpminute.com. I won't worry about me. I think you've got to worry about Jeff. That's what you've got to worry about. Uh, we've got Jeff Chandler from Stella WP. Um, Jeff, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm a marketing generalist for uh, Stella WP, resident troublemaker on this show. And if you tint, I'm using flux on my monitor, so it makes things a little orange and yellow. Matt looks like a wapoo. But, uh, but um, yeah, for Stellar WP, learn Dash and remember Dash, just because Kim's on the show. Oh, well, <laughs> fair enough. I'm not going to comment. I mean, I'm not, I'm in enough trouble already. Uh, we've got my co-host, Kurt. Kurt, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's Kurt Von Annen. I run a company called Manana Nomas. I also work directly with Lifter LMS and WP Tonic. And uh, it's good to have everyone here. This is awesome. That's great. Before we go into the meat and potatoes of this great discussion, I've got a couple of messages from our major sponsors. We will be back in a few moments, folks. Tired of hosting providers that can't handle high traffic loads? Convesio is here to help. Our platform can handle any amount of traffic, all without slowdown or crashing. With immediate Slack support, performance optimization, and a team that thrives on resolving technical challenges, your e-commerce business is in safe hands. Learn more about Convesio at Convesio.com. Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, 
Interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. We're coming back, folks. Um, also want to point out that we've got some great deals and a curated list of the best WordPress plugins and services. And like I say, some great deals from the sponsors. You can find all these goodies by going over to wp-tonic.com slash deals. wp-tonic.com slash deals. And you'll find all the goodies there. What more could you ask for? Probably a lot more, but that's all you're going to get from that particular page. There we go. So let's go straight into it. So we had a bit of a discussion with the great leader, Matt Welwick. Um, it was quite interesting. Um, I think he dealt with me the way I should be treated. With the, um, you know, it's quite impressive, really. Uh, but I thought it was also a good discussion. So, um, Jeff, what did you? What was, were a couple of the main things that you got from the interview, if you did get a couple of things from it? Uh, so I have to admit something. I have not yet seen the interview. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. However, I will say that based on discussions of Matt on this <laughs> no, show. No, no, the test, you're, you're a dolcey boy. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, uh, what did they say? I'm a resident troublemaker. My ego, my ego has been damaged. I, I said I was a resident troublemaker, but however, I want to... I do think it's very respectable for Matt to uh, to ask you to be on your show and to have those types of discussions. So I will say that. All right. This um, this hope Matt actually <laughs> we worry some problems. I also want to point out, Matt, that um, the other Matt, the great leader, he got all the questions in advance. He asked for the questions in advance, and I gave them to him. So I do give him credence. Credence in um, still coming on. What did you make of it, Matt? I mean, I felt bad that Kurt had to sit there and, you know, be in the middle of this conversation with Eric. Well, it was a conversation, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great conversation. Uh, like Jeff, uh, you know, Corey and I, Corey from PostAss and I recently had a, a conversation about this as well. <clears throat> it's great that he's making the rounds. I think this show, uh, WP Tonic, has been especially critical of uh, Matt's work, borderline um, poking fun at Matt, uh, to put it politely, at times. So I really commend Matt for stepping up. I thought your conversation was great. I thought the questions were great. Like everything else, Matt is a, a fluent uh, communicator, so he he knows how to really um, you know approach these subjects and uh, take the take a lot of that uh, what I'll call passion out of our questioning and sort of distill it down to a much more zen somber moment of responses um, and he did that quite well you know I thought it was fantastic it was good that he's, it's good that he's making the rounds and sort of uh, addressing the community that's very diplomatic, man. I, I don't actually... Listen, so let me frame it from when I had my conversation with Mullenweg a few years ago, and I was on this podcast afterwards. You and uh, the great Spence said that I was too soft on Matt. And I didn't see any, like, once you have the person in front of you, it's a totally different, it's a totally different game. <clears throat> Again, this goes back to giving some kudos to Matt. <clears throat> 
on Twitter, on podcasts, when Matt isn't in front of you, it's very easy to, you know, be harsh, to be outright, you know, uh, negative uh, to the chat. I'm not saying that you were, but it's it's easy for folks to like take those shots. But when he's in front of you, it's a totally different ball game. Um, and especially when, you know, he's giving you an hour of time. So uh, fantastic uh, that he's doing it. Fantastic that you had him on. It's great for the ratings. Yeah. Um, I feel the only thing, Matt, is that I thought this, um, this, when, when he started, um, first of all, um, the thing that you didn't see was the, um, the beginning before we went live because I was taken aback, actually, Matt. He was extremely animated and passionate about, he actually said to us that this is his life work and he's totally dedicated and he got extremely animated. Was you, you were surprised by it, weren't you, Kurt? Yeah, it was, um, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to be transparent. It, when he first did it, it was like, okay, what act is this? Like, what, where is this coming from? But then it, I think it took maybe 30, 40 seconds for me to realize, oh crap, this is real. Like, I don't, I don't have any reason to believe he was disingenuous in the way he portrayed himself, his opinions or his ideas. And even though we prepped him with questions, you know, the follow-up questions and the asking for clarification and the, why find your answer infuriating, Matt? Um, that was all, that was all legit. That, that was all on the fly and he took it very, very well. It, it, I, I thought he was a great guest. I really enjoyed the experience. Right. So, Kim, so let's get to the nitty-gritty, as we say in the UK. And I, I, um, I'm English, Matt, so my, my position is to take the mickey out of people, Matt, and people can take the mickey out of me. Because uh, um, you if you're handing some Mickey out, you've got to get some Mickey back, haven't you? Uh, um, so, um, so Kim, let's get to the nitty gritty of the interview. Did you first of all? Are you going to be by good books? Did you actually listen to the interview? I did. I did. I did listen. I promise. Right, you get a gold. It story. wasn't my favorite interview to listen to because I have my own uh, experiences recently with Matt Milliweg coming after a person who's very important to me. So it's hard for me to listen to him speak lately, I'll say. All right. Yeah. Um, well, you're going to have to tell me who that person <laughs> is, aren't you? Uh, um, but first of all, let's get to the nitty gritty. Um, so do you think it, do you think the people, because obviously Matt and the co-founder of WordPress, they've contributed a lot of time, effort, and built something, but it wasn't done in a vacuum. It was done with the support of hundreds, thousands of volunteers that in the early days built an open source project that allowed Matt then to go through his private company to go and get $900 million of investment from Silicon Valley VCs I, I wish him well. I uh, hope he does really well, and I hope he benefits. Everybody can benefit from it. But do you think those people would have been so eager to have contributed to WordPress if they known that? Um, because it's only my personal view is that the kind of ethos of open source. 
to have a philosopher king isn't really a, what they bought into, Kim. Yeah, I mean, the the people who do the volunteering, like a lot of people I see who get very upset about, you know, like recent things like the tweet and the bridge and all that stuff. Like the people who get upset about that are, to me, like they're in it because of the community, because of their passion for volunteering, the friends they've made, the experiences they've had. And I think it's very foreign to them to understand commercialized open source or to understand like people who want to make money and get rich. Like, it's like, those are two different things. Um, some people are actually like deeply passionate and, you know, are okay with struggling or okay with not making money. And then when, when money gets involved, they get really like, oh, you know, I thought we were doing this, you know, just um, out of the goodness of our hearts. And, you know, the more we can realize that Matt's interests are not to do it out of the goodness of his heart at this stage and to become a wealthy man and to create wealth for himself. And, you know, even though he's charitable, you know, he's going to have generational wealth um, when he passes, wherever that goes. So um, I think we need to open our eyes to that and be comfortable when the commercial side pops out. Yeah, I don't, and I've got no problem with it. My problem is it's all murky. It's all mixed up into a, a bit of a witch's brew, really, Kim. That That's my problem with it. I wish him well. Uh, I don't want him not to be part of WordPress. Um, so, Jeff, um, so Bridge, I call it Bridgegate and I call it Sarigate. I, I call it, uh, um, that's what I call it. Um, and um, like I put to him, I, I kind of see him late at night and he, um, in some way it makes him more human, but in other ways I can, the power dynamics, I have concern about the power dynamics because you've got somebody that's got enormous more power really publicly coming for you, even though you might like be me, a pain in the arse. Uh, um, uh, um, was you concerned about the power dynamics of it all? The, the, the whole, <clears throat> this bridge issue, bridge gate, as you called it, opened up a can of worms all over the place. Uh, first of all, what Matt does, I know he's been a big fan of the, the art project at the bridge is for a long time. If he he could tweet that on his personal account, that's fine. <clears throat> the problem is using the WordPress.org Twitter account to advocate donating to a project that's an art installation for a bridge. That crossed the line with a lot of people. We always knew that Matt could do whatever he wanted, but he's held that power. He's abstained from using that power uh, up until this tweet, essentially, from what I can remember. And a lot it didn't sit well with a lot of people, and they felt like he went above a the board and above whatever rules that the marketing team and other teams have set up. And so it was kind of interesting to see him actually use that card where he could say, I didn't agree to these rules and I own the account and I could do what I want when I want. And so that was interesting, but it also translated into this lengthy set of discussions where he admitted that he wasn't okay. And he was upset that he got banned from a particular WordPress community discord um, in fact, it stung him so much that he's still bringing it up. And there was just all this different talk and conversation about man. And all I could say is that I know he's on sabbatical and he'll be gone for away for a few months. And I hope that that brings him back into a better place, a better mindset. And every time that these sorts of things happen, 
the people in the community, the people who are passionate, the people who were upset, they become collateral damage and it does more harm than good overall. Yeah, I'm in a very, I see where you're coming from, Jeff, but I'm in a very tricky situation because some of the people that have been most active in going for Matt, I consider them, they're not friends of mine. They've come for me. They have slandered me quite a lot. And I think they're driven by extreme left-wing ideology. And they're not good players. But I have also criticisms of Matt. And it's a shame, really, because in some ways, I, I think I did agree with what you and Corey was and Corey was saying about this WordPress drama thing, Matt, because that's one of the reasons why I stopped doing a weekly roundtable show, because I think and was under I got to take responsibility for it, Matt. I think it became quite toxic, and um, I regret it. A bit, Matt, uh, um, and he also played kind of English, kind of private eye, kind of satire. It kind of fed into that, but I, I realised I needed to back off from it. Um, but some of these people. So when it came to your discussion, um, I think the problem is I think a lot of people. Um, I'm not happy with him saying that he's the philosopher kin, but I think you're, when you were discussing it with um, Corey, is that you, the idea of what, of what happened to Drupal and Joomla, this kind of committee, is also a nightmare. Um, is there not a middle road, though, Matt? You know, so I try to distill down to uh, two paths with with Mullenweg. It's the product guy and the community guy. And you try, you know, I try to see it in those two lanes where I can appreciate the work of the product in, in WordPress. Uh, even if I don't, <clears throat> look, we're never, no one's ever going to be happy about the new feature that launches in Paid Memberships Pro. People are like, oh, well, why did you launch that? I wanted something else. The product, you'll always have these disagreements and they're healthy disagreements and you should. You can't do everything and that's totally fine. On the community side, on that leadership side, this is, you know, when he wakes up in the morning, he says, look what, look what I've built for you all. Please accept that and let me do my thing. This is 20 years uh, of, of, of stress and, and dealing with other humans that, that this is, that is boiling over at this point. And it's from the days of Jetpack and his uh, qualms with, I was trying to remember the guy's name, I can't remember it, of Thesis, the Thesis author. Oh, yeah, it's Chris. Like, Chris, we've, yeah. we've seen this, we've seen countless, uh, what, you know, outbursts in, in these moments. So <clears throat> if Matt was a saint, I'm not saying everyone can be, but if Matt was a saint and he made that post about the bridge, nobody would say anything. <laughs> We're like, ah, come on, Matt. Hey, that's, that's our account. But this is a domino effect of years of, of real head-scratching uh, decision-making, uh, lack of communication, um, and an unappreciation for the community that, that we are. And when he says, well, you know, why, why is everybody being so harsh? I mean, it's because you're the leader. You're the guy in the front. And we are all looking up to you, and we see this stuff, and it, it's just not good. Right. And I think what we have to do is hold 
the next level of leadership more accountable. And that doesn't mean like, hey, do something about it, but it's communicate with them more. This is open source. I try to frame this in the same issues that Matt has with, with say, like GoDaddy. GoDaddy, and he talks about how uh, hosting companies have billions and billions of more dollars than Automatic uh, because of WordPress. GoDaddy could take $500 million a year and slide in, I don't know how many developers that gets you, 25, 30, 40, I don't know, more, whatever the number is, and push in a large chunk of commitment to WordPress core, more than Automatic. I've wrote, I wrote about this before too. If they committed that amount of resources and code into WordPress core, we'd have a totally different ballgame, which is what Matt has said before. Hey, if you want to make money and profit with WordPress, how about you commit more time, five for the future, all this stuff? Well, what if GoDaddy did that and brought 100 developers in to the, yeah, to but the I, circle? I, I disagree. I see where you're coming from, Matt, but I disagree because I do, it came up in the interview. Um, I think, I think, and this is, this because you've got, you're overlapping two parts of the problem. The problem is, well, the way I see it, and I'll try to put it to him, it's Gutenberg. And the idea that something like Gutenberg can be stretched over 10 years, there's a good chance we're all going to be bloody dead the way the world's <laughs> but, going before this right. bloody Gutenberg. But that's, that's the product side. That's the product side. Right, yeah, but it's all mixed up in a witch's broom, though, Matt. It's all yeah. overlapping, right? right? Um, and throwing more developers at that, as, as I agreed with him, um, to a certain degree, throwing more resources, more developers, probably will make, not make the situation better. But what I didn't say to him, because we were running out of time, is that I didn't see that as the problem with Gutenberg. The problem with Gutenberg was the way it was managed and the way it wasn't managed and the way it wasn't given any leadership, in my opinion. Right. Uh, um, that's the problem, and the people that were running it, um, um, that was the problem. They were out, they were over their skis. They were out, you know, um, that was the problem, Matt, in that bit. Yeah. Well, that, you know, bringing in developers is the same way I see, like, bringing in the community. If, if we have issues, you have to pick your, I don't know, this is just me, but you just have to pick your battles. The bridge thing, is not a thing that I'm going to stand up. Like this has not, this isn't anything for, for me in the WordPress side. Yeah, it, it's just, it's just going to be a distraction. I get it. People want to jump on uh, whatever the marketing guidelines and all, all of this stuff. It, it, that is not something that's really going to move. You have to always be thinking, how can I move WordPress forward with this stuff? And I look at it as if I'm going to have an issue, I'm not going to say, hey, Matt, what are we doing with this? I'm going to say, hey, Josepha, what are we doing with this? And then is, oh, there be- is there a right. level below that, right? So, in other words, yes. can we just ignore him, <laughs> right? And I don't mean this like maliciously, but I mean it in a way of like, there's a democratic process. If there's a true democratic process here, can we just go to Josepha with these issues or the next level down, right? I want to interview Angela Jin to talk about this incident response team, which I had no idea about. So if there's layers, one, I want to help expose and educate folks that, expose it to the, the, the world is that, hey, we have these things here. Do we really need him? And if we just ignored him, could, could he just go away a little bit? 
maybe this this we'll this see. was the this was the main point i really disagreed in your discussion with Corey. this idea that josepha is going to be some white knight and it's going to come in and control matt and clean the act up it's it's pie in the sky as far as i'm concerned she works for automatic she's paid by automatic nice lady wish her well got no no grievance personally against her at all but the idea that she's going to be an independent voice and a moderator is just pie in the sky, Matt. If you're not getting the change from Matt, where else do you go, right? Well, if this you're is not the... getting the change there, then you have to press against the 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 boundaries that we have as a as a WordPress community, politely, humanely, as Corey said, and as I say, I'm I'm just going through the proper channels, and if that's not going to work then this is the start of everyone realizing what we have here. And I said this four years ago. I actually predicted it would be happening by now, that you're going to WordPress.org soon, and WordPress.org is going to say, download WordPress with Jetpack powered by WordPress.com. And then in fine print below that, it will say, download the free zip. (laughs) And that's where we're moving. We're going to move into a world where .org is branded by .com with a, with a heavy umbrella that says, if you want the best way to experience WordPress, you bring it to WordPress.com with Jetpack. And then if you are a geeky developer who wants to tinker on your own, down in the fine print in nine-point font, you'll download WordPress. And that's the world we're going to move into. And everyone either has to fight for a better chance or accept the fact that WordPress is automatic and then we got this cool little open source project that we can play with. And that's where we're going to live. I'm not rooting for that outcome, <laughs> but just looking at... No, the I, you might be right. I, that's where it's going to go. I'm going to put this to Jeff because I know he's going to have to go soon. So, Jeff, um, Matt might be right here, but I think there's a better solution here. I'm just going to quickly outline it to you and then get your response, right? Um, I think, Matt... Um, the great leader should be chairman of both, WordPress.org, and, auto, and he's the CEO of Automatic, and he should be the chairman of the umbrella for life, if he wants it, right? Um, but the CEO of WordPress.org needs to be an independent individual, she or he, Um there should be a committee under, you know, there should be some form of election. That person should run everything. They could be in, they could have a, a period of five, ten years. Uh, um, and automatic should make heaps of money out of WooCommerce and building a competitor to Shopify should satisfy um, Automatic's investors quite coherently and building a good environment is really, for WordPress.org and Automatic, it works for both. Um, So I I really don't really see why there has to be all this angst and argument and just need some clear boundaries, does it not, Jeff? Sounds sounds a bit like you're describing what was supposed to be the WordPress governance project, where you'd have different layers and different people, and there'd be 
committees, there'd be votes, there'd be all kinds of stuff. But uh, for all the effort that was put into that by volunteers, it kind of got squashed because you, if you don't get buy-in from Matt, you know, what's, what's even the point? You're just, it's just wasted energy, wasted time. But, uh, and then there's the flip side. I know we want, we would like to have an independent person and all of that, but without Automatic's financial support, we're running WordPress.org and running the project and running everything that's associated with it costs millions of dollars. And where's those millions of dollars going to come from? It's going to come from Automatic. So oh. I don't know what we're going to, I don't know how we get to that point of an independent person and, or independent company or separating WordPress from Automatic. It's just one in the same, and that's just uh, the way it's going to be. Well, um, you utilize the model of uh, Firefox. You know, Firefox has n- a number of different um, ways. It's a, it's a, it's a foundation. It gets loads of money from different sources. Um, WordPress.org. If it did have somebody, um, I'm not even. I'm, I'm saying um, the commit. The committee would be. Uh, leading, as Corey pointed out, it should have a strong element from the agencies. It should have other leading players in it. and But you elect one person that controls it so you don't end up um, with what happened with Drupal and Joomla. You end up um, a committee running things. A committee is supposed to be in the background to super final supervision if it's required. But that you you have a CEO that runs things. What do you reckon, Kim? I've got I've, I've got to run, and I, I enjoy the I got to run, but I enjoyed this show. But I'm wondering why didn't you just change the show to WP Toxic, and then you could have kept the roundtable oh, show. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, well, I well, all right, see you, see everybody. I'm sure I'll be invited back soon. <laughs> I'll just yeah, I'll just say that um, I th- I think that. Where I see next stages going is like business owners, large business owners like Carl Hancock, and this can lead into our next thing, like my husband Jason and myself, like Chris Badgett at Lifter LMS need to get together and have their own kind of conversation about what they want from the WordPress community because they're also running businesses like Matt. They're in those hybrid positions. They are doing commercial open source and making a profit, but they're linked to what happens with WordPress.org pretty deeply, you know? Right now, you can get in a fight with Matt on Twitter and wake up to an email that says your plugin has been removed for you don't know what reason, you know? And that is a fear that we sit with. That is a fear we sit with when we decide to speak or not speak, when we decide to say our mind or not say our mind. So I think that if, if those business leaders get together and talk about what they want the community to look like and become, then we know what we're asking for. And we know what model we want the community to be led by and, and what vote we want in the in things. So Matt, I really I really like the great leader as a person. You know, we got on really okay. Actually we did actually. I know, you know, he was up for it. You knew how to handle me. All right. He's got a lot he had he's obviously said tons of media training. Um uh, you know, I haven't. I you know. Um but why? Why is his, his position? You know, is it really, really down? That if you've got a lot of power, it's really hard to give some of it out. Automatic is the best steward for WordPress. If 
it were Salesforce, we'd all be running for the hills and WordPress wouldn't be, you know, it, WordPress wouldn't be where it is, right? Without the methodology, the leadership of Matt and Automatic. What I'm trying to get at is separating Matt as the sort of air quotes leader of the product and air quotes leader of the community. Again, when we go back to looking at interior, uh, why does Matt get so much strife from air quotes us? Because of all of the stuff we've seen for a decade plus, right? And at some point, it's like we don't, it's, if it's not addressed and we can continue to see outbursts and lack of communication, we all get frustrated. We need him. He needs us. WordPress does not thrive without folks like Kim and us on the panel, building software, educating users, broadcasting media. Then you look at it sort of from the exterior. Why is Matt? Matt has to deal with that. Why else is he so angry? He has WordPress.com. He has VIP. He has Jetpack. He has Pocket Cast. He has freaking Tumblr. He just spent $30 million on text.com because he wanted to have a way for his own personal use for messaging. He has a zillion other things. And by the way, I just migrated a, a website to WordPress.com. It ain't pretty. <laughs> so he has... And WooCommerce, Shopify versus WooCommerce. There is an amount of stress I can't even imagine as a, as a business owner and a leader. I cannot imagine what stuff. it must be like. I, I cannot imagine. When he told you on that interview that it was a 10-year plan, which might have been like the first time I like heard him say that. I was first time I heard that one. He yeah. kind of pulled that out of, his, out of his backside, didn't he? I never heard that one before. To me, that was like one of his therapists or mushroom dealer told him, hey man, just take it slow for a decade and just admit it's going to take some time because he's got 2,000 people at Automatic and he can't do the same things Kim and I can't do. We can't ship things fast enough. We can't iterate fast enough. Even with 2,000 people or 20 people, you still can't do it. So he's waking up in a world of, I'm getting... I got, just like you brought up, I've got investors yelling at me. I got automaticians yelling at me. I get these, and then I got these people who get this stuff for free yelling at me. And he doesn't know what to do. I'm not saying it's fair what he has, that some of the real brought, critical outbursts he's the had. The only thing is, I really like him, but he's brought this on himself, hasn't he? Well, yes. Yes, I understand that. And what do great leaders do? They, de- they, they put somebody else in the driver's seat and they lift them up. And great leaders, get led as well, right? They look to other people to lead them as well. And I don't know where he sits in that uh, Venn diagram of, of leadership. Like, I'm sure he has great mentors. But. Somebody like Corey Miller or somebody or somebody that's got some prior knowledge of where you can't just bring somebody in from automatic and promote them. You, you know, they just don't have the looking for the right word, Matt. It's the but- same issue that, that, again, it's the same issues that any business has when they remove the founder and then bring in somebody to lead marketing or lead sales. It is an impossible task uh, for somebody to See, I think- be like me and represent my company and my vision and my product and my customers. It's so hard. So it's, I, yes, it's not going to be easy. I think Joseph is a, a pretty good fit right now. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to disagree, but fair enough. But I think the Gutenberg, I think this is fabulous. I, Gutenberg, it's made some tremendous progress. I think 
personally, it's it's going slightly in the wrong direction. Um, I think they should have brought in somebody like Brian Gardner to help them with Gutenberg. Fabulous individual, enormous experience. Um, I think Matthias and I think Matthias and team can do it. I just don't know if they have the freedom to do it, right, or the the flexibility to to run it themselves. And, and I think that's where product versus leadership. Matt has to say, "Here's my vision. Let's execute on this." Which I'm sure maybe he's doing inside automatic. Maybe yeah, not. but the thing is, Matt, he's got some fabulous people in the WordPress community that would really help him out and want, probably would want to help out, but then. They're not called upon, are they? They're not. They're not asked for their advice, and they're not. Well, they're not brought in. They're not really brought in, are they? The the tavern is effectively shut down. You don't hear anybody knocking on our doors to <laughs> to publish the news and look to us as well. I think you should. I think it's obvious that you, if you're prepared to take it up, you should be the editor of the tavern. Um, if you or not use Spencer, I'll pay for Spencer Forum to be the editor. I actually contribute for him to be editor. Well, you know, there's plenty of people, but yeah, it's a shame, really. But so it's not only like it's a hard role to fill; it's a hard role to pitch to someone. You know, it's like you can say Brian Gardner. I don't know that he would want that. No, role. he probably would not. Want yeah, that. so it's like you know that that leads back to like the experiences we've had over the last ten years. For anyone high value to feel safe in that role and not like they're going to be someone's puppet, you know. The right person would say no to that role. All right. Sorry, Kurt, I've left you out this a little bit, but uh, um, uh, um, Poor but, Kurt. yeah. Um, sorry. Um, I think it's time for we go for our break. We've got some other stories to discuss, <laughs> or we could continue with this a little bit afterwards. Uh, um, we're going to go for our break, folks. We will be back in a few moments. This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS, the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to lifterlms.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code PODCAST20. That's PODCAST20. Enjoy the rest of your show. We've come back. We've had a good discussion. I think it's been quite good. Um, I just want to point out, if you're looking for a great WordPress hosting provider, especially if you're looking to build a learning management system for a client or a buddy boss website, um, why don't you look at WP Tonic? We specialize in the hosting support. We offer a great package for the WordPress professional. You can find more about our partner scheme by going over to wp-tonic.com slash partners, wp-tonic slash partners. We love you to become part of the, Word, the WP Tonic tribe. Please do that. Well, this is that's a so Kurt. Um, um, I thought the other thing was um, what really interested me was the criticism that Kevin Gary got by pointing out the obvious around Gutenberg. People saying he's got his own book of business. Yeah, yes, I have. You have. Kim has. Matt here has. 
we've all got our book of business. We're all promoting something. Why do you think, you know, Kevin's passionate and he's a bit scary, actually. He's a, he's a martial arts trainer. You know, I, I, had to, I had to watch what I was saying when I was interviewing him. He is, you know, um, but why do you think Kevin got so much grief about stating the obvious in the way? You know, there's not a really simple, politically correct way to answer the question, I don't think, Jonathan. There's the, 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 there's the whole community of WordPress that uses WordPress, and a huge portion of that has nothing to do with the community that we talk about, like on the show. There's a couple of handfuls of vocal people that, that have opinions, that throw bricks, that live in glass houses and things like that. I, I am, I'm the last person to comment on how somebody else is making money in the WordPress world because I'm struggling to build an agency right here in Kansas myself and make more money. Um, you know, we're, we're all in that position and, and it comes with all of those sensitive topics, you know, um, it, it, it could be diversity. It could be the pride parties. It could be the mat and his bridge with the lights. It could be someone making money off the system you know, we have these talks about open source and how it thrives on contributions, but some of the people that make the biggest contributions also have other channels where they make a considerable amount of income. And to to try and criticize them or hold them to some weird standard, like you you shouldn't be able to make, you know, seven figures or eight figures because we want you to be more humble, that that doesn't hold true. If you ask any human how much money is too much money to make? It's generally 15 to 20% more than that person makes. So that number is fluent. It goes everywhere. So I, I don't pay attention to it. No, so Kim, um, you know, I think, you know, the philosopher king, I think, I'm going to call back the philosopher king there. Uh, um, uh, it's just, don't take it, folks. I, I like the guy. I just, I mean, I'm just a piss taker. Uh, it comes with me. There's no harm in me. I'm not a vicious person. Uh, um, I don't think I am. Maybe I'm a bastard. I don't know. Uh, um, uh, um, sorry. Uh, um, who knows? It's for others to judge, isn't it? Uh, um, so um, he, um, you know, what I agreed with the interview, the only problem for all these page builders, and it's the thing I'm getting frustrated, and that's why I pushed about Gutenberg, Kim, is that all these, you know, you run a great plug-in and you're with a friend, you know, you you and your husband. I, I thought it was fantastic news when I heard that you were coming be part of the management te- team of Lift LMS. I, I was so delighted when I heard that, Kim. Um, is that it, this fractionalization, and I've got nothing against these page builder people. Now they're running a business. I wish them well, but the only concern is it's the overhead for the other plug-in people. And instead of utilizing energy to make your core of your products really much better, which helps everybody, You've got to support half a dozen page builders plus try it and it's an it's it's a pain in the posterior, you know. And then it, 
He signed 10 years for Gunberg. And I thought, you must be joking. Like, I'm not kidding. The way the world's going, there's a good chance we are all going to be blown up and dead before this. So can you see where I'm coming from, Kim? Yeah. When, when It was interesting when he said, we talked to the page builders. We told them, like, you should be building in a Gutenberg way. You know, it was almost like it was a warning. You know, it felt kind of ominous. Like, he was like, you know, if they're not doing it, you know, they're going to get left behind. And it's simply not what we've seen. Uh, half of paid memberships pro sites are using Elementor. Half. So why should my plugin invest development time in the Gutenberg stuff? We should be working on the Elementor stuff. And we're not. We're kind of trying to please all of these people. And then another option builder comes out in Spectra. All these builders, it's it's hard for plugins. and. You know, when people choose a plugin, they often already have pieces of their WordPress site started. So you do have to pay attention to all the builders. Uh, they'll, they'll say, oh, you don't integrate with Spectra? Okay, I'm going to have to find a different membership plugin. You know, it's it's insanity. See, I, I, he must be aware of this, Matt. He, well, he did. He, it's obvious in the interview he is. But you can't, but this is why, you know, you know you, you've had smaller... And then I put to him, because I, I didn't agree with, and um, when Kevin came on the show, I didn't agree with everything. He says, I don't agree with anything. I don't even agree with half the stuff I come out with. <laughs> that's a good, but, that's a good uh, position to take. You're merciless to me, yeah. Matt. You really love no, putting me in place, you? The Gutenberg stuff, I'm actually okay with that decision because for me, it's a, Hard line in the sand, we're doing this thing. This is the decision I really want to take this project. I think 60% of what he's thinking with Gutenberg has not been said out loud yet. I think it's there's a there's a big thing happening in his head about the operating system of the web, and he's just doling it out in pieces, which is cool. Whatever. <clears throat> uh, you know, leveraging that against page builders. Hey, I mean, it's we all have to zoom out and say this is a business that we're going. But I don't want to address that anymore. I want to switch over to the, the Kevin Geary stuff. I think why he takes the heat on this and to, to say, to pull your term before we all have a book of business. Yes, we all have a book of business. I think what I don't, and I haven't talked to, to, to Kevin uh, just back and forth a few times on Twitter. I think what I don't agree on is having a stake in uh, Bricks with his own product uh, ACSS or automatic CSS, which was an interesting little name when automatic is WordPress. Um, to have a stake in in bricks, but then just like come into the room and be like, WordPress is atrocious. This is terrible. You know, why are they thinking that way? You Without WordPress, there's no bricks. Without bricks, there's no WordPress. Sure, we can make that, we can make that jump or we can jump that bridge all, all day long. But don't walk into you know, the WordPress community be like, this thing is all terrible. This is where, that's not, again, I look at leadership. I look at constructive criticism. It doesn't help anybody. You know, I saw him tweet the, uh, the other days like, hey, this in the, hand, in the, in the handbook is, is wrong. Somebody needs to fix this. Log into Slack and message someone. Your contribution isn't just throwing it against the wall in, in Twitter and getting everybody all riled up. Contact the right person open up a GitHub ticket or issue. Do something that helps all of WordPress. 
not just the criticize criticism of this is terrible, our thing is better. Your thing won't exist if WordPress doesn't exist. And that's the issue uh, that I have. And I, I spend a lot of time analyzing media and how people grow their communities. Page builders are, page builder people are fanatics oh, in, so good. in a bad I, way. <laughs> so once you, once you can harness, yeah, once you can harness the world of how to grow an agency and my God, this page builder thing is awesome and you can slap those two things together, you have the recipe for a guy who's building a successful business. Uh, but that's just this, this, this inertia of like, Fanat- I don't want fanaticism is just too harsh of a word, but like, well, it's close. It's getting close to it, isn't it? Yeah, when it, when you're always like, this is this is you, you just rile up the troops, man. Yeah, WordPress thing is terrible. Let's go to this bricks thing. But does it does does the six thousand yeah, do. followers that he has yeah. know? Yeah, but what it's two bricks is built on. Uh, I'm going to put it to Kim. I do understand where you're coming from, Matt. But um. First of all, you know, if you if you're not unfortunately on the internet, Kim, unless you're making drama, people people like drama to a certain extent. You know, you know, to get to get, you know, every thumbnail on YouTube is, you know, collapse this or disaster this or you know, uh, um, end of the world's coming, or you know, and that's how you get Gutenberg says Gutenberg sucks. Um, and unfortunately, sponsors sponsors are almost as bad as the influencers because how many followers have you got? You know, how many downloads do you get for your podcast? How many? You know, you haven't got enough viewers on your YouTube channel. You know, you've only got 12,000 or they're they're always coming. So, and then they complain and then people, sponsors complain when, when influencers are talking drama all the time. Well, it's the drama that drives the views, the views, the clicks, the downloads. So it's all into twine so that's what I, that's what i'll say to you matt i think he's doing it because he wants because he knows that's what promotes his book of business Matt. i just had that conversation this morning with a potential sponsor and they ask about the audience and i say i talk to folks who really care about wordpress the wordpress community and wordpress business do you know that there's a ceiling on that number I am not WP beginner. I'm not WP mayor. I have a totally different demographic of audience. And when you are attaching yourself to me, you're attaching yourself to that audience. It's not a massive audience. I'm sorry. But it's the decision makers in the WordPress community largely. And if that's the folks you want to reach, that's what I'm here for. I totally agree with you about if I did Bricks tutorials and I said Bricks was way better than Elementor, I'd be rich. I'm thinking of actually, actually, panel. I'm thinking of changing from WordPress to cat videos. Yeah, because I could, I could trip. I've got a couple. I can get some cats, and I, I'll make a ton of money on YouTube about cat videos. But there we go. So, Kim, the other thing was Kim is that what I, I think what there was, 
you could tell that you've got these two groups because I think Kevin is talking um, to the designer, the small design shop, the two, maybe three-person agency, and that hasn't got a full-time hardcore WordPress developer type on staff. And they that crowd like Divi, and the reason why they like Divi or why they like Animator is they don't have to have a full-time developer um, building custom blocks and all the people that went after him, and I do understand, they're saying, well, you can do that. But then you look at the example, they were making JSON files or they were making custom. And yeah, but that's not the crowd that Kevin talks to. Kevin talks to the Dibby, the kind of animator, the kind of quasi-professional crowd but they're small agencies or the individuals. Do you think I'm on the right track there, Kim, or am I talking a load of nonsense? Be, ge- be gentle, Kim. I think it's like uh, once you've captured a group that is comfortable with a tool, like they will see everything else as a challenge. They will see everything else as garbage, you know, because their tool is so familiar to them. They don't need to, want to, like their their dance card's full. Like they don't have space so um, I think that is mostly these small agencies because they are a shell team and they don't have a extensive skills and, you know, uh, the way that they keep their profits low or high and, you know, uh, is to do like rinse and repeat projects and, you know, clone of a different project for the next customer. So um, they're, they're stuck to Divi. They're stuck to the tools that they use. Um, I think it's also a theme problem, really, like block themes you really need a block theme to be doubled in on the block editor. Like if you're using a a classic theme, um, it's really hard to do what you need to do without another page builder like Divi. So, yeah. It's sad Kurt's contribution has to come in through live comments. He's been quiet because he doesn't want... Kurt, why do you still do this? I'm trying to figure that out this episode. Well, a podcast, man. Come to the WP Minute. I'll publish it for you. I, I told Jonathan, I finally get to meet Matt on screen and all, it's become the Matt show. I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> well, it's difficult, isn't it? But what, what do you reckon, Kurt, about what I've said about about Kevin? Because and, and because he's got his own book of business and he, you know, he makes me look mild and mannered, doesn't he? Yeah, that's saying something, isn't it? Uh, um, but at least I know I can be a prick, can't I? Uh, um, but... Um, <laughs> I admit it, man. I could be a prick. Uh, um, well, so can you, Matt. It's like, oh, we're exactly what you can be, where we want to be. Uh, um, but I don't hold it. Again. I only hold it when people are really, really gunning for somebody and they're accusing you of stuff that you've never... And it's one of the problems with social media, you know, um, but that's another topic. But get back to it. So... Do you think there's anything I've just outlined? Because I, I could see almost, Kurt, two different groups that were, what the hell is this group talking about? You know, you can do this with, and the other people, well, we don't we don't think we need to do all these things to do something that we can do in Debbie or doing something else. Can you see where I'm coming from? Yeah, but my response is going to sound countercultural to everybody here. Uh, th- that's, um, I just went live yesterday on a rant. I, 
I can't figure out why every inexperienced, non-successful membership site, learning site builder I speak to in the last fiscal quarter thinks they need some new whiz-bang tool or new feature when they have zero business, zero courses published, zero members in a site, zero income, zero revenue, and we're all struggling with all these tools, come up with some new gadget or plugin or something. Now, we make plugins and we generate revenue. I get it. I totally understand that model. But I think there's a lot going on in, in like a psychosis almost of like, Bricks does this and Elementor does that and Divi does this other thing. And I go back to, let's just put up a minimal viable product, push something out as a, as a proof of concept and see if you experience any success. If you make any sales, you can say that you've, you've got something. But when you go, oh, my checkout page isn't right, or I wish my button was a different color, or I wish this was interactive, the problem isn't the platform or the tool you use to build the platform. The problem is your core product and your core offer. And I think the further we go down these paths, the more we mask this problem for people and creators, and we create our own kind of like self-fulfilling prophecy of doom because we're giving people a crutch to say something else could be wrong other than their original offer or product. And so I think we need to drive back to simple. The more we drive back to simple, and that for that reason, that's why I like the Gutenberg and the full site editor. And, you know, I'll give Skypilot a, a kudo mention on the show. Skypilot's awesome for this because it keeps things light and simple. Oh, well, I, I like Cadence WP. So okay. there you go. So Can't there we go. Uh, um, but... Matt, you know, in in a way, um, I agreed with what Corey was saying and you when you were having your dis- In a way, it's a bit of a shame, really, isn't it? Because I, I think, I just don't, this is really a waste of energy, all this really, isn't it? You know, to correct. this. But, <laughs> that is correct. But and I, I don't really understand how we've got, is it? Is it mostly up to the philosopher king, really, to sort things out a bit? Really, I mean, it is, and and that's it is right. It's something I've realized, and I know plenty of us have realized many many years ago. It doesn't mean you give up. It doesn't mean it's wrong. Um, we keep looking for we keep looking for change again through a lot of his actions. Um. Corey says, let's focus on the work. I agree. Let's focus on the work. Uh, you know, I don't... These last few outbursts that, that I saw, especially the ones that personally attacked people, I just, I, I don't need to talk. Like, I don't need Matt on the podcast. Happy to have him if we want to talk product uh, or get his, like, input or something like that. But I'm not... I got to have Matt on. It really, it really, it really put my ego back in, back in the box where, because I, he approached to come on the WP Tonic show and there's a bit of back and forth. And I thought, oh, right, fair enough. I didn't, because I was in two minds ever asking. First of all, I never thought he would come on because of my sarcastic, sarcastic comments that you pointed out. All right. Um, but then he asked and then I thought, oh, right, great, you know. Send him the question. He comes on the show, and then he, and then um, Kurt gives me a screenshot of post status that he said, "Oh, he only really only came on the show because he could get onto the water cooler." 
that kind of put my, my ego back where it needs to be poor, doesn't it? Uh, that put me where I should be poor. But um, there we go. But um, So, Kim, you're, you're a bit, I can sense, and you, you know, you, you've made some points where you've got to be very, dip- you might want to be diplomatic. You're, you're really not happy about the situation. Oh, we can lose, we've got to wrap it up in a minute anyway, folks. Um, so you're not, you're a little bit, because I'm not happy, but I sense I'm unhappy. I don't know, I'm putting words in you. You've, you think it's a little, I'm going to, I'm, tr- I'm going to shut up now because I was, I was, I was, I was putting words. Let's kick it to Kim, Kim Coleman. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't want to put words into your mouth, really, Kim. You know, it's not right. No, I mean, um, is this a question like, am I happy as a member of the WordPress community right now? Is that, maybe that's yeah. the question you want to yeah. ask me? Okay. Um, it's challenging. I, I miss 10 years ago. You know, I miss my first WordCamps. Um, we all grew up and we, like had businesses now and there's new people coming in and it's very vague, like attending a WordCamp, there's like people I don't want to run into. How weird is that, right? There's people where I like have had conversations with and I'm just like, you know, there's attending Matt's like state of the word or WordCamp US thing. And I'm just kind of like, wow, like, you know, look what you have said to people who I care about. You know, it's like the relationships are different. Um, I don't know. I want to step aside and let, a new generation of WordPress community people enter. And I don't think we should have public drama that taints what that experience is. You know, it's very like US focused. It's very tiny when you really think about it. When you look at like WordCamps all over the world and the positive experience they're putting out on their social media, it's like, that's the community I want to see. And I want to imagine we can get back to. All right. I've, I, we've only discussed one thing, but there was so much to discuss. I had to drop all the other stories. So, um, Kim, how can people find out? Thank you for coming on the show. I think it's been a great discussion. How can people find out more about you and what you're up to, Kim? Best place is paidmembershipspro.com. Uh, it's a free open source plugin in WordPress.org. You can also find us in your WordPress admin. Uh, search plugins, add new. Don't, don't, use, don't use a zip file. <laughs> don't use a zip file on a Mac. <laughs> and Matt, how can people find out more about what you're up to and your thoughts and everything? Gravityforms.com, gravityforms.com slash breakdown. I do a podcast about Gravity Forms of the community every uh, twice a month. And then the WPMinute.com. Yeah, and you've been you've been producing some great stuff. I, I sense that you're a lot happier recently. I think you found your stride again. Doing what I love. Yeah, um, always been supportive, Matt. You always be, but you're a bit spicy to me. But I'm a bit spicy to you. So that's right. Fair, this fair is the I bring I bring it to the the platform. This is the context for it. But I think your heart's in the right place. Hopefully, you you think the same with me because I, I really. It's just my English side, and um, I don't. I wish most people. Um, I've noticed a trend in English podcasts, uh, like the Tonic and WP Cafe. They just <laughs> two guys that are just like, "Did you see this new thing in Gutenberg?" Ah. Well, I'm actually very supportive of Gutenberg, but we got to get it out the doors. It'll never be finished. No new software project is ever finished. But there's certain stages, and. Um, because I just see it 
a lot of people that got other things to do. It's not sustained, and uh, but it's tricky because I, I wish well for these pages. I don't wish them ill. I just think it's a lot of energy having to be spent in supporting all these different type of platforms, and I just don't see it sustainable in a way. But I might be wrong. Hopefully, this tribe you really enjoyed this discussion. We will be back for another round. You can you can get two roundtable shows this one. Uh, um, and that will be in the, in the normal panel probably back. And I've got some fabulous guests as well. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Give us some feedback. Subscribe to the WP Tonic YouTube channel. Or otherwise, I'm going to have to do cat videos. Um, we'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group? And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.